Hello, welcome back to This Lonely Bitch. It's the podcast about a 39-year-old woman looking for marriage and possibly children. Yeah, I've had I've had a really difficult week. I'm I'm off schedule with this. I haven't been motivated. I've been feeling really discouraged. I've been feeling really really discouraged, and I've been feeling like why am I doing any of this? Like why am I doing any thing that I'm doing right now? Why am I doing any of this? What is the point of all of this? And is it actually as important as I think it is? Am I just continuing to delude myself? Am I just a narcissist? I really don't think I'm a narcissist. Narcissists never... Actually, narcissists know that they're narcissists, don't they? Who knows? Yeah, but I've been wondering a lot. Like, why am I doing this? What's the point? What the fuck is the point? You know? There are more important things going on in the world. You see it. I see it literally every day when I walk down the street. I'm sure you do too. Every day you walk down the street, someone's got problems worse than yours. Who was I talking to? Oh, I was talking to this Turkish guy. I went on a date with a Turkish guy. And he said that, you know, when people are talking about gender politics, Turks think this is how rich America is, that they can, they can have these problems. <laughs> I think that's true, actually. I think, like, for me to be able to sit and talk about my feelings, like, that is... I, that, that's a reflection of this extreme position of privilege that I'm in. Um, I don't think that that necessarily means that what I'm doing is therefore invalid. I think it's just, you know, an example of the direction we sometimes head in when we want to be better. I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know what I'm saying. Um, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm really trying to push through with this so that I have something to publish on Tuesday. Also, just because I've been feeling so shitty, I've truly been feeling so shitty about this. I've been feeling so shitty and out of touch with myself. I saw this guy last night. Let me tell you, okay, so it's been a really long time since like I dated someone and it didn't work out and I had to see that person again. So because I have stayed here, I sometimes have to see this man just on the street and in passing. Um, And there's like this event for travelers that I met him at and sometimes he goes apparently this is the second time the third time I've seen him there the first time was when I met him the second time was just after this whole thing kind of blew up and I saw him and didn't about face and left and then last night was the third time and this time I saw him as soon as I arrived and was like, I'm not leaving because I also want to be here. And there are enough people here. We don't have to talk to each other. No one even knows that we know each other. 
and it was fine. It was fine. I just didn't speak to him. He didn't speak to me. He knew I was there. I knew he was there. It wasn't a big deal. It was a little uncomfortable, but it wasn't a big deal. And then I left with another group. We went to this other bar, the same bar where those two girls got into a fight <laughs> over a guy. It's like this great bar where every every Friday night, Saturday night, Thursday night, there's a live band. And you can sit inside, listen to the band, or stand inside, listen to the band, and dance a little, or sit outside. There are multiple tables outside. Sit outside and smoke cigarettes, drink beers, and chat. I don't smoke anymore. I don't drink anymore. I usually get a Diet Coke, and I sit and I talk. Or I go inside and I listen to the music and I dance. I like this place a lot. It's got a really great vibe. A lot of people who live here go there. And so you'll often see a familiar face which is super comforting and really helps you feel grounded in a new place. So anyway, after this event, a group, I, I joined a group and we went to this other bar and normally I have a lot of fun there, but it was like kind of weird. I don't know what's going on. Like I'm getting hit on more and more. Maybe I'm like giving out these vibes of, of being single. Oh, I've also been losing weight. So I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking all right. And uh, I don't know. I just, I just don't want to talk to any of these guys. There were some cute guys there. But I didn't really want to talk to anyone. And then it was crowded. And then I didn't know any of the songs. And then they played some songs I didn't like. And this guy kept hitting on me. And I was just... There's a lot happening. And then I left. And then I woke up this morning and I was like... Maybe you're still upset about this guy and okay everyone's like why are you still upset about this guy how many times do we have to hear about this guy it's not about him okay I think what's happening is I don't usually let myself sit through this whole process of oh I really like someone I really liked someone it didn't work out and I'm just gonna sit with how uncomfortable it is I haven't done that. I don't think I've ever done that in my entire life. Usually I just date someone right away or move on right away. You know, my attitude is like, hey man, if it doesn't work out with you, I hadn't, I got them lined up and ready. <laughs> I don't have, I don't give myself the space. You know, I don't give my ego any time to be wounded. I just move on. But I don't think that's actually moving on. I think it's just distractions. I think sometimes it may seem like this navel gazing is a distraction. And I ask myself whether or not this navel gazing is a distraction. I don't feel like it is. I feel like it's so crucial. And I feel like I have so many deep-seated issues with my self-worth. It's like all these feelings surrounding like what I think I deserve or what I, what I feel in my body that I deserve. Because what I think I deserve is everything. But what I feel in my body that I deserve, you know, there's some disconnect there. 
There was one night I was doing this meditation and there was this guy. He doesn't, we're friends on Instagram now, but he's one of the guys who in the first season blocked me. Um, And I was really happy that he blocked me because I was like, I will just keep, I will just keep going with this guy forever, even though nothing's ever going to happen. So I was really happy he blocked me. And now we're just friends on social media. I've reached out to him um, on social media and we're just friends. And honestly, it's really nice because he meant a lot to me and I still really value the time I spent with him. And it would be, it's, it's something I appreciate. I appreciate having that, but you know, that situation, he's the kind of person he was with me in that situation, the kind of person who couldn't really say how he felt about me. And I really needed him to tell me how he felt about me. And he couldn't do that. And I think if I had grown up with a father who could tell me how he felt about me and who made it very clear to me all the time that I was you know, a loved and cherished person in his life. If my father had had the capacity to do that, then it wouldn't be so important. It wouldn't have been so important for me to get that from this guy. Because really, when I look back on it, he showed me in as many ways as he could have that he valued me, that I meant something to him. He really did. And in ways that I know were very uncomfortable for him. And then I was just thinking about that situation. And somehow I started thinking about my dad, you know, just just these images were just kind of popping up while I was doing this kind of meditation. And then I had got like this message of like, You know, it's a personal failing of mine that (laughs) it's a personal failing of mine that I never made it clear to you that there was ever there was ever any moment where it was unclear to you how much you mean to me, you know. And first I'd been thinking about this guy, but then, of course, I realized, you know, maybe this is something that I would love to hear from my dad. Like, yeah, I should have made it clear to you every second of every day. I never should have let there be any doubt in your mind or any moment where it was unclear. I am getting emotional. There never should have been any doubt in your mind. And it is a personal, it is a personal failing of mine. 
It is a personal failing of mine that I ever let you have any doubt in your mind. I've been thinking about this a lot. I think a lot about things like reincarnation and, you know, souls coming to this earth and why, and why we don't fulfill the promises we make to ourselves when we come here. That's, that's what I think. This is astrology stuff. I think about these a lot, these things a lot. And I was thinking, you know, a child comes into the world and it's this perfect soul and it's this ball of love, just like total pure love. And imagine you come into this universe and you expect to give all of your love and you expect to receive love in return and have the confirmation from the people around you that you are this miracle, this miraculous ball of light, this miraculous ball of love. And then you don't get that confirmation. And it's kind of like, what the fuck? That was the deal. The deal was I come into this world and I give you all my love, not just the people around you, but you know, the whole world. And then you give it back. It's really fucking simple. But for whatever reason, human existence is messy and it's never that simple. Not never, oftentimes not. So then this perfection, this ball of perfection, doubts itself, grows into a bigger ball of perfection, of imperfections, of shrouded perfection, shrouded in insecurities and, and resentment and blame and doubt and fear, whatever, what else, what have you. And then we don't carry out our personal missions in this life. We're afraid to even be our full, complete selves. And we're constantly asking ourselves why. Why can't I do this? And it's really because, you know, somewhere along the line, someone dropped the ball. They just dropped the ball, right? But then it's not even their fault because somewhere along the line, someone dropped the ball with them, right? Like I know that my dad and my mother too, they didn't get what they needed from their parents. But then... Life is mysterious and messy and full of tragedy and full of pain, but it's also perfect. It's also kind of supposed to be this way. We're also supposed to have these experiences because they make us, who the fuck knows why we're supposed to have these experiences, but you know, they make us who we are. So then 
It's like no one's to blame and there's really no problem. There's really not a problem except that you have feelings about these things. And just that you have to reconcile your feelings. But really just sit with them and accept that you're not going to have good feelings all the time. And it's fine. No matter how, sh- how, how shitty, no matter how shitty, no matter how fucking shitty you feel, no matter how shitty it gets, it's fine somehow because it's like how it's supposed to be. I don't know. Is it like that? Is that what it is? I think it's really important to acknowledge the fact that if we are not meeting our full potential. It's because somewhere along the line, you know, maybe it seemed like we didn't have permission to, or like you started, I started, we started to blossom and there was no sun. There was nothing, there were no bees. There was nothing to nurture us to keep opening up there was nothing to support us in that blossoming so then I was like okay I guess I just won't do that and then you keep that memory and you think okay I guess I just won't do that and then you never understand why when you see others around you blossoming and you're happy for them but you can't help but be a little sad for yourself you just never understand why you can't also blossom in that way. There's that disconnect. My sister would say cognitive dissonance. That's too many syllables (laughs) for me. Okie dokie, artichokey. I want to thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening to my babble my rambling, my bullshit. Love you so much. And as Vicky would say, ciao for now.